You know, um, everybody everybody talks about the streak. Um, how many times have you been asked about the, the knockout streak um, over the past uh, since since your last fight when you made it sixteen? Ah, uh, about a million times. You know, a lot of you so, know, it's, 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 it's a lot of the same questions. You know, and, and are, are they expecting or am I expecting a, another first round knockout? Or whatnot, but you know, like I always say, you know, we, we're gonna see uh, this Saturday. So yeah, so Edgar, before we get, we have a bunch of questions in the in the, in the chat queue. Again, raise hand button uh, or send me a private message on the chat to ask Edgar a question. Um, so yeah, so so do you get tired of, of of answering those questions about the first round knockout streak, or do you enjoy that? It, that sort of, you understand that it's sort of like you know comes with the territory. Yeah, you know, for me, it just. You know, people ask me all the time about a first-round knockout. You know, it comes with the territory. Like you said, you know, um, you know, it's not normal for the sport of boxing right now for, for a young fighter like myself to be knocking everybody out in the first. Well, I think, I think uh, Edgar's, you know, uh, I think Edgar has just been uh, uh, the, the recipient of a first-round knockout. So uh, we will get him. Uh, we will get him back in the queue uh, very shortly. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, the only thing that can knock Edgar out is, is poor Wi-Fi, it seems. Um, so, yeah, so it, he's, he's, he's returning right now. So uh, hold on one second, guys. He's joining. Um, ne- next, next time we're going to have to get him better Wi-Fi. That, is the, that, is, uh, that will be the goal. Edgar, are you back? Hold on. Unmute. Edgar. Uh, hey, Edgar, are you back? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wi-Fi KO one Berlanga. Uh, so yeah. So so you're in the middle. You're in the middle of saying you know talking about all of the. Uh, now you're good. You're in the middle. You're you're in the middle of saying, you know, everybody's keeps keeps asking you about the first round knockout streak, and so the, you just sort of come to expect. You come to expect. Uh, you know, come to expect those questions, right? Yeah. You know. Um. Like I always tell everybody, man, you know, just get your popcorn ready. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a definitely, definitely put on a show this Saturday, uh, in front of a sold out crowd in Little Puerto Rico. You know, Kissimmee, Florida is Little Puerto Rico, and you know, all my fans is gonna be out there supporting me. And uh, uh, we got Carlos Toro before uh, Carlos Toro. Please meet yourself and uh, j- uh, ask. Uh, please ask Edgar the uh, questions in English uh, when Patufo and Navarrete come. We'll have Guardi Lopez on to translate for both uh, for the main event fighters. Uh, Carlos, please go ahead when ready. Hey, Edgar, thanks so much for taking time to talk to us. You know, you fought in the bubble with no fans, essentially, for uh, Route 2020. And now you're back here with, with fans in Kissimmee. Does it feel e- even more special with, with this first fight with fans back and getting to f- um, fly the Puerto Rican flag, you know, with, with such a Puerto Rico heavy card on Saturday? Yeah, you know, um, it feels uh, absolutely great. You know, last year I fought three times with no fans. Um, you know, but for me, you know, we just had to get the, the work in. You know, we I had to get the fights in, whether we have fans or not. You know, as long as I was staying active was the main important thing for me. But, you know, um, I'm happy now, man. You know, now we got a sold-out crowd this Saturday, April 24th. I'm the co-main event. You know, I'm one of the fastest rising you know, superstars to come in the sport of boxing. Um, and it's just amazing. You know, I can't wait to put on a show, you know, for a guy like me, you know, I go, my, my, my energy, my drilling and go, goes off the crowd. So for me to have such a huge crowd like that, Coleman event is going to be amazing. 
Uh, on paper, Devin Nicholson presents maybe the toughest challenge of your career so far. How much do you know about Demon and have you seen much tape of him? Do you believe he's the guy that maybe pushes you past that first round, maybe allows you to show elements of your game that you probably haven't had a chance to show because of all the first round knockouts? No, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I feel like, you know, he's a, he's a veteran. You know, he has a lot of fights. He has a lot of experience as a professional. And these are the type of fights that we need. And that's the type of fight that I need, you know, um, I'm not taking him lightly. I never took any fighter lightly that I fought in my, my previous fights. You know, every fighter I take as if I'm fighting for a world championship fight because for me, every fight is a first fight for me. It's my first fight because if I lose or God forbid something happens to me, it's over, you know. So I just take every fight serious, you know, whether it's him, whether it's the next opponent after him. Every fight I take as if I'm fighting for a championship fight. And, you know, we, we don't underestimate no fighter that's out there. You know, for me, every fight is dangerous. You know, at my weight, every fight it could punch, you know, so it's dangerous. And, you know, I just got to, you know, stay focused, stay stay on point, stay poised like I always do and, and, and get the job done. And and now uh, before we get to the other questions, uh, joining us, um, the VP of Boxing Operations for Top Rank, Carl Moretti, is joining us on the line. Uh, Carl, you know, obviously handling, you know, career like Edgar, it's a delicate balance. You want to you give him. Uh, increased competition, uh, you know, while, you know, at the same time, you're preserving the unbeaten record. Can you tell us what went into, you know, selecting a guy like Damon Nicholson and, and, and why, um, you know, why top rank and, and, and why everybody thinks and, and team Berlanga thinks this is sort of the ideal next step uh, in his development. Thanks, Evan. Sure. Uh, hello to everybody. Um, we submitted, you know, we had a list of about five guys that we gave to Edgar and his team and we discussed them. Uh, thoroughly, and uh, everybody decided that Nicholson was the right fight for this moment. Um, we don't know what's going to happen Saturday night. No one does until the bell rings. He may go one round. He may go eight rounds. Uh, all that matters is he gets the win. As you can see, he's focused. He knows what's at hand. It's the most important fight of his career because it's the next fight of his career. Everything else really doesn't matter. And as long as he continues to work his ass off in the gym, which he does every day, um, you know, good things will take care of itself, and that's what we're expecting Saturday night. Thank you very much, Carl, and we'll be back with Carl uh, when we discuss um, when we discuss the main event. Um, and now uh, we'll go to Ernesto Amador. Uh, Ernesto, please go ahead when ready. And just as a reminder, everybody, ton of questions for Edgar. I uh, won't be able to get to all the questions. We're going to have to keep things moving along eventually, but I'll, I will do my best. Uh, Ernesto Amador, please go ahead. Okay, Ivan, do you want me to ask in Spanish and English or? Um, uh, uh, English, English, please for Edgar for the for the for Diaz and Navarrete. We'll have Gardi. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll translate for both. Great, hey Edgar, it's a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, uh, let me ask you this: How is the feeling for you to be part of this new era of uh, Boricuan boxing? Uh, great fighters now, and if you tell me that you if you have in mind two or three Mexicans in your career. Uh, who I want to fight? Well, first of all, how is the feeling to be part of this golden era of Boricon boxers? And then three targets, three Mexican targets that you have in mind. Um, you know, for this era, you know, it's it's it's, it's a blessing, um, you know, to be a part of it. Um, you know, it's it's big now for 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 the for the for the island of Puerto Rico. You know, you have me. You have a, a lot of young, up and coming Puerto Rican. Uh, 
future world champions that's coming from the island that's Puerto Rican. And, um, you know, it's a big thing for us. You know, I feel like Puerto Rico never had that before where, you know, you have a, a good, solid, um, good, solid fighters that's coming out of Puerto Rico that's, that's really good. That that could become something big in the sport of boxing. So for me, you know, it's a, it's, it's just a lot of blessings that's coming our way. And um, for me, three uh three Mexicans targeting, you know, it's uh Canelo Alvarez, David Benavidez, and uh hopefully, you know, Julio Cesar Chavez if if everything goes right with him. And uh, yeah, he, he means he means Chavez Jr. Uh, we're, we're not we're not promoting elder abuse here at top rank. He means Julio Cesar. Yeah, 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 not uh, not, um, not senior. So we, we next we go we go back to the UK here with Jonathan Nagoff. Jonathan, uh, please go ahead when ready. Uh, um, can you just sort of sum up 2020 for yourself and you know what it meant to you winning Prospect of the Year? Yeah, you know 2020 was a big year for me. Um, I already knew last year was going to be my year. I already said it. You know, top rank said it. You know, my team said it. Um, it was just all about it happening, you know, and it did. It happened a little later than expected, you know, because of the pandemic. You know, I was supposed to fight March 14th last year. The fight got canceled. Um, but, you know, we ended it well. You know, we ended it with a bang just like how I wanted. I wanted to end 2020 with a, with amazing, amazing uh, start off. Or, and, and, and I ended it right. Um, you know, and obviously we captured a 2020 prospect of the year, which was one of my goals and milestones as a, as a young fighter. Uh, th- thank you very much, Carlos. A lot of uh, uh, Jonathan, I should say, a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of questions. So we we get to one from Carlos Narvaez. He has a question uh, for Carl Moretti, um, and his question for you, Carl, is how hard is it to find opponents uh, for Edgar? Uh, you know, given you know, given what he's been doing to previous opponents, um, it's nothing that we all haven't experienced before. It, uh, Edgar makes our job easier because we know he's doing the right thing in the gym and when the fight isn't scheduled. So that part, you know, you don't have to worry about. You know he's going to stay in shape. You know his focus is getting to bigger things than a knockout streak. We know where he wants to go and we w- we're going to go there with him and bring him there. So that part makes it easy. There are a lot of guys that, you know, they say they want to fight, then you make them an offer. And, you know, you can buy a house, a car, uh, a yacht with what they want, but you know it's unrealistic <laughs> offers. So you know they, when, when you when you really get to the negotiation, you see how much they want the fight, because then they usually you know find a way not to take the fight. But you know, listen, it's a pleasure. It's easy to do it when Edgar's doing the right thing, and you don't have to worry about the outside distractions. You see a lot of hype coming around him, which is great. We love it. You see his social uh, Instagram and all that stuff blowing up, but. You know, what, what people don't see is how hard he works in the gym and what that team does to him, his conditioning coach and, you know, the sparring and all that stuff. You know, that doesn't really get out there. And you know your fighter's ready when he goes through that. So that part makes our job a lot easier. And that's not going to stop. You know, he knows he's got bigger goals on his mind and he knows what kind of work it's going to do to get there. So, you know, it's a little difficult to get opponents, but you know what? It's a good problem to have. And uh, oh, thank you, Carl. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Lamborghini, a yacht. Uh, you know, it's uh, a lot of guys say they want to fight Edgar, but uh, when it comes time to brass tacks, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes it's not uh, that simple. 
Uh, Joe Hewlett, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Back to the UK we go. Hey, Edgar. Um, one of the ambitions is to fight at Madison Square Garden on June the 12th. I saw on your social media. How much would that mean to you personally? Um, Personally, you know, I, I mean, I fought there before. You know, I fought there twice, you know, because of top rank. They uh, they put me on a big on a big platform there, you know, on a big fight card. But um, for me to actually fight there and headline as one of a, a, as one of a big uh, bigger fights there, man, it'll be it'll be something amazing. You know, um, I come from New York. You know, I'm I'm from I'm, I come from poverty, man. So for me to make it there and make it to the big screen and make it to the big the big arena, it, it's it's a blessing. It'll be crazy. You know, I know for sure that um, you know, I'll bring the whole city out like I always do. Thank you. Thank you. We got a bunch of other questions and a few more minutes until Christopher Diaz comes on the line. Um, next, we go to Ricardo Torres from Telemundo. Ricardo, please go ahead when ready. Saludos, Edgar. How you doing, ba? Muy bien, y tú? Bien, bien. Bien, qué bueno. Eh, se supone que este caballero eh, que vas a enfrentar sea tu Desmond Nicholson, sea tu principal prueba hasta el momento. Si eso es correcto, te pregunto, ¿has hecho algo en el entrenamiento diferente o enfocado directamente en Nicholson como rival? ¿Cosas de él que te preocupen? ¿Cosas de él que tengas que cuidarte? ¿O ha sido más darle seguimiento y continuidad al trabajo que has hecho hasta ahora? And uh, oh, yeah, we, we, is, we, hey, hold on, just let, let uh, when, oh. whenever somebody asks a question in Spanish, uh, we got guardies who will translate it back in English. Okay. Um, Ed, Ed, uh, Edgar, you can answer the question uh, in English oh. or Spanish. Oh. Question is, uh, that's when Nicholson is supposed to be your toughest opponent to date. Uh, anything you have studied from him, you know, like you should be careful on fight night. Um, no, you know, like obviously we got a game plan for, for this Saturday that we're going to definitely, definitely execute. Um, you know, we, we don't change nothing, but we just keep the hard work and the, and the dedication and, and staying in the gym. You know, I haven't fought since the summer. So, you know, I've been training and working and staying in the gym, staying active, you know. Um, but uh, we just been working on, on a specific uh, game plan that we're going to really execute Saturday night. You know, and I'm going in there with fireworks like I always do. You know, I don't I don't hold back on nothing, on no opponent that's there, you know, especially him, because I know he's going to try and go in there and hurt me. So before he hurts me, I'm going to hurt him. And, uh, and, and Gardy, uh, do you want to translate uh, in the Spanish for Ricardo? Ricardo's all right with that. He's, okay, per perfect. All right. Um, we got a couple more questions here for, for Edgar. Uh, Eric Alexander, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Hey, Edgar. Um, the 16 KOs and 16 wins are definitely a big impact in how much your popularity has grown in the past couple of years. But there seems to be a growing concern among Puerto Ricans about what's going to happen when a fighter survives that first round. What's going to happen in, in your mind? Are you going to change? Are you going to get desperate because you didn't get the KO? Can you talk about what thought process goes through you when, when that happens? Um, no, you know, like, for me, we just work hard in the gym. If, like I always say, that's why everybody's always like, oh, you know, how he's going to do when he goes. To and at the end of the day, listen, man, I've been boxing for 16 years. You know, I got all the experience in the world. I've been all over the world. I sparred I, and and I've got, and 
the the most experience I've I've could as a, as an amateur, you know, and even just sparring and everything, you know. So for me to go into the second round, I know everybody out there is making it will make it seem like it's bigger than what it is, but it's nothing that big, you know. For me, it's just another day in the office. If I go into the second round, you know, I'm working hard, ex- extremely in the gym. You know, I push myself to the limit in the boxing gym, you know, and sparring. You know, we get in the rounds and, and sparring. You know, I'm I'm sparring with two di- three different guys. You know, sparring ten rounds, twelve rounds, eight rounds straight with different with different guys just to to always put my my conditioning to another level. It seems like the past couple of years, um, fighters have grasped the idea of how important social media is. We've seen you hang around with a couple of influencers lately. Has that helped grow your popularity among youngsters or maybe not boxing fans? No, yeah, um, you know, and I just took advantage of it. You know, a lot of you know people that's not really um that doesn't know like um how to build their the the image how to build a brand you know they they take it for granted but for me i take that as a as um as somewhat to put me on a on a different type of platform because at the end of the day if you could sell those tickets if you push them 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 butts in the seats and if you could sell out arenas man sky's the limit All right, we got, let's see, we got a couple more questions here. Let's see, hold on. Uh, Chris with TV Boxeo, um, please ask a question in English for Edgar. And as I mentioned, when uh, Patupo Diaz comes on and Navarrete, uh, they will be, uh, they could answer in Spanish and we'll have Gardy Lopez translate. Chris, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Hey, champ. How's it going? Uh, just in regards to, to your your father being a father and being in camp has that been hard for you for for say it again you know like your 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 girl's pregnant you're in camp it's uh it's times where maybe you would want to spend more time with her but you're in the middle of camp and you know you're focused on that how difficult has that been for you um you know i brought her i brought her into camp last week so, it's, it's, you know, she, she don't bother. You know, I wanted her with me, you know, next to me because, you know, she she's pregnant. She's limited to do a lot of different things she can't do that she normally used to do. So, you know, you know, I got to hold my whole team out here, you know, helping her for, for whatever she needs. And, you know, just having her here, just having her next to me, you know, it just keeps me cool. It keeps me calm. You know, um, we're going to the bubble tomorrow, so... You know, I'm going to be a couple of days without her, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, we got a job to him Saturday night. And, uh, Edgar, before you go, um, we're, we're running out of time, and we got, we got Christopher Diaz uh, on the line right now. Um, Edgar, anything else you'd like to say to your fans, uh, you know, whether it be watching Saturday night as you go for uh, knockout number 17? Um, Just to tune in, you know, uh, Saturday night, April 24, is going to be an amazing night. You know, you got my brother, Christopher Diaz Pitufo. He's going to be fighting for the World Championship. And uh, we bringing that title back home to Puerto Rico. Um, you know, we got a, a lot of other young fighters that's coming up, you know, that's Puerto Rican, that's representing the island as well. And, uh, you know, as for me, I'm combing event, you know, and I'm looking to just uh, to tear the roof off, man. You know, like I always do. We're, we're fans. We in, you know, basically little Puerto Rico. So this fight is going to be dedicated to the whole Puerto Rico and to everybody that supports me. This fight is going to be dedicated to you guys, too. I love all my fans out there, all my supporters. Keep supporting me. Well, thank, thank you so much for joining us today, Edgar. 